Hi, I'm Liza, and I've been reading tarot professionally for well over a decade. And this is Tarot for the Modern Reader, the podcast that will teach you simple, actionable techniques to read the cards with more clarity, accuracy, and ease, so you can get real answers to real questions for real people, including yourself, in today's modern world. Whether your readings are for guidance or prediction, I'll help you 86 the doubt and confusion and take your skills and confidence to the next level so you can become the best tarot reader you know. This is Tarot for the Modern Reader. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of season one of the Tarot for the Modern Reader podcast. Now, since this podcast is being launched at the spring equinox, I thought it was really fitting to start off the podcast with the spring and the suit of wands episode. So I want to talk a little bit in this episode about the suit of wands specifically and how that relates to the astrology going on right now. So if you and when I say astrology, you know, I mean, not just the cosmos, but also the seasons of our life. So nature down here on Earth as well. The suit of wands, like all of the suits, are intricately linked to the greater whole of everything going around us, um, going on around us, both cosmically and down here on our planet as well. So the suit of wands is the suit that correlates to the season of spring. So I think right now you're going to see a lot more wands cards in your readings coming up. So as you're doing readings for yourself or others, my guess is that you're going to see more wands cards for the next 30 days. And I want to take a little bit of time to talk to you about why that is, what that means, and kind of walk through a bit of a deep dive on the suit of wands. So what are some of the correspondences? What are the things that go along with the suit of wands? What things will you be expecting to see in your readings? And why? Why is this happening right now? So let's dive in. This is the first episode, Spring and the Suit of Wands. Okay, so here in the Northern Hemisphere, it is officially spring. The sun has moved into the sign of Aries, and we've finally reached the vernal equinox after another long, dreary, cold winter, or at least that's how it was here for us. So things are starting to look up, right? The grass is growing greener. The air is warmer. There's usually a general feeling of optimism. The days and the nights are equal in length. On the spring equinox, we have that moment where the the sun is shining directly over the equator. So we have equal day and equal night. But this is the part where we finally crest that mountain and tip the scales in the direction of more light than dark in a day. That's how it is for the, the northern hemisphere. So when we're leading into the vernal equinox here. Now, spring is a time for birth and renewal. And everything that we talk about here, everything that I bring up, if I'm saying spring, I want you to also envision how this relates to what you know about the suit of wands. And as I'm talking about the suit of wands, I want you to also think about how that relates to what you know about spring or the energy of fire. 
So spring is that time for birth and renewal. The spring equinox ushers in this fresh and exciting new energy. And that's how it is with the wands in the tarot deck as well. So wands are represented by fire energy. And fire is that that burns away the old and it brings in the new. Fire is the fastest moving energy in the tarot. When you think about the four suits and the four energies that they represent, fire is the fastest one. And that's how it is with the suit of wands too. In your tarot reading, when you're looking at matters of timing, wands cards are always the one that denote the fastest action. So fire actually represents the first sign of the astrological year. Aries. So we all know that the sun just moved into the sign of Aries and that Aries is a fire sign. Aries is also very quick moving. Aries is pioneering. Aries brings in new things. So both Aries and the wands energy bring forth action. So action is really a key component of the suit of wands. Action is one of the biggest keywords for me for the suit of wands. While a lot of the other suits represent specific tangible areas of life, like uh, the suit of cups, a lot of times is about relationships of all kinds, but relationships, how we relate to other people. The suit of pentacles is about, you know, money or health or basically our physical world, the mundane, the physical plane, right? But with fire energy, although there are some things that it relates to specifically, and I will get into that, I also feel that it represents a concept more than any, anything. It represents energy. It represents fast moving energy. Whenever a wands card show up, it doesn't necessarily have to be about any one particular area of your life. Like a cups card comes up and people think, oh, this is about relationships. And a pentacle card comes up and we're like, oh, this is about money. But when a wands card comes up, a lot of times for me, it's indicating the speed of which something is happening or the action that is indicated to be taking on whatever it is that you're reading about. Okay, so who isn't excited for some wands energy, honestly, at this time of year? I don't know about you, but after a dreary winter, I am definitely ready for spring and fire. So we actually celebrated yesterday. Today is Monday. I'm recording this podcast episode actually right before it goes live tomorrow. And that's because yesterday was the vernal equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere. And we just celebrated that yesterday. That's something that we do at our house. We celebrate uh, the, the Sabbaths, the first day of each of the new seasons. So spring was yesterday, first day of spring. So I really wanted to record this episode while the energy is fresh and at its peak. So we spent the weekend doing a lot of stuff outside and just really soaking in those moments of spring, those first flowers that are starting to peek up through the ground, pulling the old dead stuff like the leaves out of the garden from last year, cutting back the plants and seeing that there's already new growth underneath that I didn't realize was there. You know, the plants very much mimic what's going on around us. Like you, if you want to see what the energy is in the cards or in the 
in the atmosphere, the things that are going on. Nature is such a beautiful reflection of that. Just cutting back the old dead plants in the garden shows us that all this time while we were in the season of winter, you know, the pentacle suit, feeling like nothing is really happening, but in all reality, there's a lot of growth going on underground, a lot of rest and a lot of you know, internal growing that was happening before things start to push out of the ground. And that's what the season of wands, the suit of wands and the season of spring, that's what this energy is about. It's like that first initial push to get something going. All of the hard work of something happens in the beginning, right? We've all heard that saying, the hardest part is getting started. It's like that with anything in nature, in our projects, in anything that we're doing. So wands is like that initial push. That's why this suit is related to so much energy and action. It's the suit that gets the ball rolling. It's the suit that gets things happening. And it's the suit that we call on for energy and action when we want to keep things moving. So let's talk about the suit itself, like some specifics about the suit of wands. So this time of year, going into Aries season is the time that we'll see more wands energies in our reading. And honestly, that's again because the the concept of, you know, as above, so below, like what's happening in the cosmos is happening here on our planet. And it's also happening on the microcosm within us. This Aries energy that we're under right now is reflected in our daily lives. So at this point in our life, now that we're in this Aries cycle, it would be normal for us to see more wands cards in our reading because that's the energy that we're living under. Those are the actions that we're taking right now. And I am definitely here for it. I am totally here for it. I am ready to start this new season. Okay, so let's go through a couple of associations. The suit of wands corresponds to the playing card suit of cups, or I'm sorry, of clubs. So you might also see this in your deck named as clubs, rods, batons, staves. There's many different names for the suit of wands, but in your deck, whenever you see any of these names, they are talking about that fiery energy. Now, this doesn't really change the meaning of the cards. It's just the names that people use, like different creators will use different names and, you know, what they relate to. When it comes to people, the wands cards are often relating to the fire signs. So Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. And right now, because we're going into Aries season, we're going to see more of those associations. The major arcana cards that correlate to the suit of wands are the emperor, strength, the wheel of fortune, temperance, tower, and the sun. And, you know, let me take a minute here and just back up and tell you what those associations are and which ones you'll see the most right now. So the emperor, the emperor correlates to the suit of Aries, or I'm sorry, to the sign of Aries. Strength is assigned to Leo. The wheel of fortune is assigned to Sagittarius. Temperance, also Sagittarius. The tower, Aries. The sun, Leo. So the two that stand out right now for Aries season is the emperor and the tower. Those are the cards that associate with the sign of Aries. Every card in the major arcana either goes with a planet or a sign. 
And since signs and planets also go together, they the card that goes with the planet is also very closely associated with the sign and vice versa. So the emperor and the tower. Technically, the emperor goes with the sign of Aries and the tower is ruled by the planet Mars, which rules the sign of Aries. So as you can tell, it kind of all comes back around. Astrology and tarot are very intricately linked together. So right now, you'll probably see more of those fire energy um, cards in your readings and probably even more of the emperor and even the tower in your readings right now. And I actually did a spring um, equinox reading for myself last night and the emperor was in it. So there you go. All right, let's see. So some keywords for keywords for the suit of wands. Now, these are some of my favorite, and this is where I come back to the idea that what I was talking about earlier, that not all suits have a specific tangible, you know, um, association, the way pentacles are about, you know, earth are about money and work and health and physical things and cups being about relationships, you know, with other people, no matter whether that's plutonic, familial, uh, you know, romantic, no matter what they are, they're predominantly about the ways that we relate to others or even to ourselves. But wands is really more of that action, more of those intangible words. So for me, I associate wands with spring, obviously, speed, growth, action, forward movement. So a lot of those actually go well with the season of spring, like growth, Growth is like the key word for spring for me. So you see that with the suit of wands, when you get these in your reading, a lot of times this is about movement, okay? Now, the two topics that people do often assign to the suit of wands are career matters and spirituality. Now, to touch on those career matters, a lot of times that's not the same as saying your work, per se, like your job that you go to that pays you money. I mean, it it can be like for many people, they are working in their career. But I feel that it's more about the fact that you're doing something that fills you with purpose. It's almost more in line with the spirituality principle that the, the career matters that are associated with wands are oftentimes about the things that we're doing that bring us our passion and our purpose. And <clears throat> spirituality is kind of along the same way. Like with our spirituality, we're looking at when, when we associate spirituality with the suit of wands, we're looking at that higher connection. You know, that fire is, is fast moving and it's really like that enlightening type of connection. The, the spirituality principle where we're talking about, are you doing something that you have a strong passion for? Do you feel connected to it on the inside? So it's not necessarily about religion. It's more about what you feel internally. Okay, so now let's take a quick look at how we see these themes play out throughout the cards. So let's start with the ace. Do you happen to have your ace of wands handy? And even if you don't, can you replicate it in your mind? Can you see the card in your mind while we're talking about it? This is the ultimate card of new beginnings. It's the ace of aces, the first card of the first suit. 
if you order the suits, usually for most people, the wands suit is the first suit. And like I said, for me, that's because it's the fastest moving energy. And it is the card that correlates to spring, which is the first season, you know, the first zodiac sign. The zodiac starts with Aries. So for several different reasons, for me, the ace of wands, the, the wands is the first suit. The ace is the first card of that suit. So for me, it's like the ace is like the ace of wands is like the first card of the minor arcana, the ace of aces. So the other aces inevitably do represent opportunities or beginnings respective to their suits, right? So again, coming back to the ace of cups being like the new beginning in relationships or ace of pentacles being like a new job offer. But the ace of wands really embodies that across the board on all levels pertaining to all areas of life. This ace is associated with the ultimate growth potential, and it's seen as the seed from which that new beginning will come from. So this is the card that's associated with all new beginnings, right? When you're undertaking a new project, you're starting something new, this is the card that you would see. And when you take a look at the card, you'll notice the lush greens that are surrounding the wand. You'll see the little shoots, the signs of life that are beginning coming off of the wand itself. It's as if this card alone could represent the spring equinox. This card is like the very first signs of life. Now, as we move through the cards, there are more signs of action and growth. So in the two of wands, this is like when the seed is still underground. So if the seed is, or if the two is like the, should I stay or should I go? Um, if we're deciding between playing it safe and staying where we're comfortable, if not a bit cramped, and risking the unknown to grow, then that's where this uh, two card comes into play. It's like the seed underground determining if it's going to stay here, if it's going to stay dormant, if it's going to sprout and grow, if it's going to be just a seed that never gets to sprout, or if it's going to go ahead and push through and sprout. And then the three is where we're growing even bigger. So we've come through, we've broken through, um, we've broken through the surface. So sticking with our seed analogy, in the three, we have broken through the surface, we are out into the world, we are reaching, 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 and we are expanding our reach, right? So in that three of wands card, it's that... Um, international meaning that a lot of times goes with the card across oceans, across seas, you know, it's about broadening our reach. And so that's kind of how it is with the seed analogy too. In the three, we're really just breaking through and getting our, getting our tentacles or our, our leaves, whatever they may be, you know, out into the world and really getting that strong foothold in the ground. Our roots are strong and our leaves are really out and reaching. So that's the three energy. Now, when we get to the four, a lot of times in the suits, the fours are about consolidation, right? In almost all of the suits, the fours are kind of despondent or relaxed, like the four of cups. He's just kind of sitting under the tree, not really noticing what's going on, kind of withdrawn. The four of swords are flat out resting. The four of pentacles, he's kind of hunkered down, holding on to his pentacles, right? So in all of these four cards, there's this idea of constriction, um, of consolidation. But in the four of wands, it's a bit different. We do have that to a degree, but 
it's in a different way. So here it heralds a bit of a celebration. So for me, as we move through the Sabbaths as well, the Sabbath of Beltane, you know, May Day on May 1st, that is still during the spring season before we reach the summer equinox. And I see that card very reminiscent in the Four of Wands. So we see the dancers, you know, celebrating around the Maypole. Um, in this particular card, there's four of them, but in the for the Sabbath, you know, as well, you typically see this uh, theme of dancers with their ribbons and flowers dancing around a maypole. And in the Four of Wands, we really have that kind of replicated. We see these young girls who are out and they're celebrating and they're dancing and they have flower crowns and they have ribbons. And of course, the wands are like the pole. And so this card is about celebrations. This card is about moving on to the next phase of life. So if we look at it in terms of consolidation, like the other fours, it's kind of even the idea that we are closing the chapter, we're consolidating or closing what used to be, and we've decided to move on to the next level. So the three is kind of like that celebration, and then you get to the four and the five where there's a bit of a hurdle. We have to decide if we're moving on. And in the four of wands, you know, we get to that phase where we are moving on. So the four of wands celebrates an engagement, a marriage, a birth, a celebration of some sort. This is always looked at as such a positive card. And this is like that moment that we are really putting something out there. The plants have come into full bloom, right? This is, we're not at the heat of summer. We're not picking the fruit yet, but this is when things have really set and they're going to continue on. We're moving on to that next phase. So moving up to the five, the six, and the seven. So this is couple different things we could say here. It's reminiscent of the animals that are out in nature in spring. Like, so if we think about this in terms of the animal kingdom, in the five, we see the natural selection going on. Who's going to survive? Who's going to win, right? In the six, we see that homes and turfs are being taken. And then in the seven, they're being defended against. In real life, it's that same wands energy, that action, that affirmative behavior, behavior, the assertiveness. So in the five, when we see that bickering and arguing with the staffs, like it's not an all out war. It's not like in the swords where people are truly getting hurt and, you know, damage is being done. In the five of wands, it's like everyone is vying for the spotlight. Everyone is putting all their energy into it. And it's the person who is able to synthesize everyone's ideas and take what matters to everyone and, you know, be that person that is willing to speak for all that comes out as the leader. And that's all about visibility. That's all about being seen, about being in charge. These are all fiery attributes, right? The actions of being seen and taking action, knowing what to do. Even in the seven, that's another very active position because as you become a leader, other people want to have that from you as well. They want to take you down. So in the seven, you are really defending yourself and defending against things. And that's a very active role as well. Active is really a big key word for this suit. We get into the eight and we see that things are really starting to bloom. All of those seeds that we planted in the beginning, they are all starting to come to fruition. We see all these wands firing at their target, firing at their goal. 
And in the nine and the 10, we're getting into the final stages where things kind of return back to where they were. The cycle starts again. A lot of times in the nine and 10, we're looking at some burnout or, you know, we're just weary from all the action that we've taken or the work that there is yet to do. So, you know, we start to get a little bit of that overwhelm, but that's all from the action that we have taken. So this is a very, very, very active suit. Last but not least, let's touch on the court cards. So if you have um, followed any of my work or read any of my blog posts in the past, you know that I teach court cards. Court cards are a favorite topic of mine. So let's take a quick spin through the suit of wands court cards. So the page of wands, once again, of all the pages, you know, pages mean messages, pages mean starting new beginnings. When the page of wands comes up in your readings, a lot of times it's indicating where you are taking on something new. So court cards can represent yourself or someone else and or a situation. And with the suit of wands, I often feel like with the page, that new situation, or if it's representing yourself, is something that you are passionate about, somewhere that you are taking on a new project or a new course of study. Even though we think of the pentacles as the uh, suit of study, I feel that that's more like a study of a discipline for work or a vocation. You know, I feel like with the page of wands, you may be studying something in line with what we talked about earlier, the spirituality principle. So maybe you're studying your gifts more, you're getting into more of what you want to work with in your practice, or you're taking on something that you're simply excited about. You're studying something, not that you're going to do for money, but something that you're going to do as a hobby, something that you're very, very, very passionate and excited about. And when we see the Knight of Wands, of course, this can represent ourselves or another person, but a lot of times the Knights indicate journeys. So in Aries season, when the Knight of Wands comes up, it could be indicating that there is a trip that you're going to be taking. With it being a Wands card, you could be going somewhere hot, somewhere fiery. Um, Depending on where you live, you might be going to the beach. That could be more of a Knight of Cups things because it's water. But the hot sun indicates the Knight of Wands as well. So maybe you're going to a bright, sunny location. Or maybe you're going on some sort of a spiritual journey, right? These are all things that are indicated by the suit of wands. Of course, the queen and the king of wands at this time of year can just indicate the personality that you are undertaking right now. So Aries is that time to be bold, to be out there, to be fun, outgoing, you know, uh, not the wallflower, basically. So the queen of wands is that outgoing, bubbly personality. She's the cheerleader. She's the one that says, you know, right now, we just want to have some fun. The long, dark winter is over. Let's get out with our girlfriends. Let's have some fun. Let's really get into the things that bring us joy. And the king of wands is pretty much the same. I mean, it's up to you how you choose to read in regard to whether you're a man or a woman or how you view um, the gender in the court cards in general. But the, the king is a lot of the same other than the fact that he also represents more of an advancement. So, you know, he could be someone that at this point, when he's showing up in your readings, he's saying, 
this is something that you have a lot of knowledge in. It's something you're passionate about, something that you love, something that you're good at, and something that you have a lot to share. This is an opportunity for you to get out and lead by example and show others in this realm. You know, whatever it is that that King of Wands applies to your life for. And I often find that the King of Wands applies to your life in the area of things that you are good at and that you love to do. So it's that intersection It's that intersection of what am I really qualified at? Because that's the king portion of it, right? Like what have I what have I mastered and become really good at? And the wands portion of it is what do I love? What am I passionate about? So bringing those two things together, this is a time of year where if you get the king of wands, it could be asking you to really get out there and share and teach on the things that you are passionate about, that you are good about, that you want to share with the world. Okay, so that is the suit of wands and how it relates to the season of spring. And I hope that that was fun and helpful for you as well. So for the next 30 days, as the sun returns to the first sign of the zodiac to start its new cycle, what is that thing that is calling you to focus on to give it some attention? So this is a time of being able to make really good gains on anything that you choose to focus your effort on. This energy is going to burn fast and bright and bring all kinds of growth opportunities with it if you're ready to plant the seeds and mind your energy very carefully. So you want to start planting those seeds now in the garden of your life. And if you have any Aries people in your life, then be sure to wish them a happy birthday because this is their season. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please do. That will ensure that you never miss an episode, including the new episodes that we intend to release later this week for the first week of the podcast. And it also helps us get the podcast out into the world to more people that would love to learn about tarot. Okay, I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.